Welcome back to the Renewable Energy Generation, where we bring you the sustainable news of the week, brought to you by Solarin Energy, the home of portable renewable energy solar power generators and accessories. In international solar power news, SoftBank Group Corp Vision Fund will invest in creating the world's biggest solar power project in Saudi Arabia. It said on Tuesday, the project is expected to have the capacity to produce up to 200 gigawatts by 2030. That would add to around 400 gigawatts of globally installed solar power capacity and is comparable to the world's total nuclear power capacity of around 390 gigawatts as of the end of 2016. By investing in solar power, Saudi Arabia, the world's biggest oil exporter, can reduce the amount of crude it currently uses to generate power and increase its overseas shipments. The move illustrates the commitment by the de facto Saudi ruler, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, to transform the country's economic status quo. The final investment for the 200 gigawatt of generation, including the solar panels, battery and storage, and manufacturing facility for panels in Saudi Arabia will eventually total around 200 billion US dollars. Saudi Arabia's Vision 2030 reform plan aims to reduce the country's economic dependence on oil. Despite being one of the world's sunniest countries, Saudi Arabia generates most of its electricity from oil-fired power plants currently. On to domestic wind power news. A utility wants to build America's largest wind farm and get customers to pay for it. On the gusty Oklahoma panhandle, a fight is escalating over a $4.5 billion wind power project that stands to reshape the way Americans pay for clean energy. Across 300,000 acres, utility giant American Electric Power Company is trying to pull off something no other company has attempted at this scale. It wants to build the nation's largest wind farm, and it wants upfront guarantees from regulators that customers will pay the bill. The plan calls for tapping a financial model that utilities have long used to build nuclear, coal, and natural gas-fired plants by tacking costs plus a profit onto customers' bills. More recently, it's become a popular way to build wind and solar farms, but American Electric is testing the limits by asking regulators in four states for permission to use the strategy for a sprawling project almost twice the size of Singapore. An American Electric fails in this request, if it does, that is, an entire industry that's counting on the model for growth may suffer a blow, says Alex Morgan, a wind energy analyst at Bloomberg New Energy Finance. Critics have assailed the project, saying customers could be stuck with the bill if things fall apart. In February, an administrative law judge in Oklahoma advised state regulators to reject American Electric's request. American Electric says the wind farm is a good deal for customers. Once finished in 2020, wind catcher will spur $6 billion in customer savings over the next quarter century, the company said. In renewable business news, 
Jinko Solar confirms $50 million investment in U.S. factory to make tariff-free solar panels. Will other foreign solar giants follow suit? Jinko Solar has confirmed plans to invest $50 million into a factory in Florida to supply next extra energy resources with up to 2.75 gigawatts of solar modules over four years. It's the first move by a Chinese PV giant to invest in U.S. manufacturing in response to the Trump administration's 30% tariff. We covered that tariff two episodes ago. This tariff was a 30% tariff placed on imported solar products, if you'll remember. The announcement makes official a plan that has been reported for months. Jinko Solar's first said it was planning a U.S. factory in January as part of a master solar module supply agreement with an unnamed U.S. counterparty to provide around 1.75 gigawatts of high energy efficiency solar modules over three years. Jinko Solar is the first Chinese manufacturer to cement plans to invest in U.S. manufacturing in the wake of Trump's tariffs, but others are reported to be considering the move. Donald Trump claimed in February that the solar tariffs have led to at least five new solar manufacturing facilities being planned, as well as promising a broader renaissance for the U.S. solar industry. Most economists, although, and industry analysts have judged that the tariffs won't spark a U.S. solar manufacturing renaissance, with the negative effects of more expensive solar outweighing domestic advantages. Now we move on to a story addressing the debate between renewables or nuclear. Renewables or nuclear, a new front in the academic war over decarbonization. Yet another spat over which technology is better to slash carbon emissions. The debate over the fastest way to decarbonize the grid is intensifying as experts debate a paper from last December claiming modular renewables could beat nuclear power. The paper from a Rocky Martin, uh, I'm sorry, Rocky Mountain Institute team led by Institute's chief scientist and co-founder, Amory Lovins, criticized the work of more than a dozen authors who asserted that wind and solar could not scale up as quickly as nuclear in the race to cut carbon emissions. But now, the Lovins paper is facing criticism from experts who say the Rocky Martin Institute analysis contains significant errors, including a factor of 10 mistake in some results. The Lovins team countered this criticism by saying, contrary to a persistent myth based on erroneous methods, global data shows that renewable electricity adds output and saves carbon faster than nuclear power does or ever has. The renewable versus nuclear debate continues. In exciting renewable energy innovation news, a competition of building machines harvesting fresh water from thin air. Fresh water isn't available for millions of people. Turning capturing water from the air may help to provide water for all. 
After kicking off with the literal moonshot prize back in 2004, the X Prize Foundation tries to solve global problems that industry sees no profit in. This year's Clean Water Challenge aims to supply the 2.1 billion people in this world who currently lack safe, drinkable water with a device that can extract a minimum of 2,000 liters of water per day from the atmosphere using 100% renewable energy at a cost of no more than two cents per liter. The overall goal is to replace costly desalinization plants that produce CO2 and pump brine back into the seas, damaging the climate and the ecosystem. All equipment, including maintenance for 10 full years, has to cost less than $146,000. The winner takes home $1 million. But each shortlisted team wins 250000 Here are a few of the notable teams that are contesting for this very prestigious prize. First up is the team Thin Air Varagon. This team is comprised of four current and former Imperial College students. Thin Air's paper-thin composite membrane condenses water 370% more efficiently than other condensers. It has teamed up with Varagon, which supplies solar-powered water condensers and crucially adds minerals. Second team, another team that is building a very interesting concept, JMCC Wing includes a nuclear physicist based in Hawaii who uses commercially available atmospheric water generators powered by a high-efficiency, scalable wind energy harvester. His solution, redesigning wind turbines to maximize efficiency with a propeller blade shaped like an airplane wing. Third team, Uravu comprised of an Indian team of architects and engineers. They're using a patented hydroscopic material to collect water at night. Then it uses solar collectors to heat, release, and condense the liquid during the day. It's a passive process, so there's no need for electricity, which is important for rural villages that have no power supply. Other teams that are competing with equally innovative and fascinating models include Hydro Harvest, which is an Australian team, and Skydra, a Chicago-based team. If you'd like more information on these teams and the progress of this competition, you can search the Clean Water Challenge and the XPRIZE Foundation. Well, coming to the end of the news for the week, we can't wrap up this segment without the word of the day. Today's word of the day is array, A-R-R-A-Y. An array, a solar array, is any number of photovoltaic modules connected together to provide a single electrical output 
at a specified voltage. Arrays are often designed to produce significant amounts of electricity. Simply put, if you are looking at a number of solar panels strung together on a roof or out in a field, you are more than likely looking at a solar array. And sadly, we're coming to yet uh, the end of another episode of the Renewable Energy Generation. Remember, the Renewable Energy Generation is brought to you by the good people at Solarin Energy. You can visit their website by going to www.solaaron. Solarin is the home of portable renewable energy, solar-powered generators, and accessories. Well, thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to bringing you the news next week.